Hello, welcome to the Future Proof podcast from the north of England with Sarah Hall and Stephen Waddington. We'll be talking about what's hot and what's not on the internet in marketing, the media and public relations. Hi Sarah, how are you doing? I'm good, thanks. How are you? Yeah, I'm all right. So um, we seem to have a lot to talk about as ever. We've got um, the conversations around the internet uh, being 30 years old, um, a report from the House of Lords, potential Democratic presidential candidate Elizabeth Warren has been making moves to um, control Facebook and large platforms. We've had an outage on Facebook. Shock horror. We've had outrage on the news. Um, we wanted to talk a little bit about Red Nose Day, International Women's Day washing. Well, I mean, long list. We're going to be here for about an hour. Let's crack on. Uh, tell you what we're not going to talk about. We're not going to talk about LinkedIn porn. Uh, just something I've observed on Twitter and LinkedIn this week. Um, so Boeing 737 tragedy um, crashed in Addis Ababa on the 10th of March. Uh, and we've seen well, the, the, the disaster continues to, the crisis continues to unfold, unfold for Boeing. Um, its fleet of 737s have been grounded at least until May um, as, as, as a result. But um, I just think it's bad taste. People, people on LinkedIn commenting on how the crisis is unfolding and what Boeing should or should not be doing. Yeah, it's from a commerce perspective. I think it's the same um, with the news of, uh, of the awful shooting at the mosques in New Zealand. I think suffice to say, you know, there's a lot of people who have lost many loved ones, so it isn't appropriate. Um, but uh, then the only thing we should really be saying is about how fantastically strong the leaders in in both situations have been so Jitkinder Ardern so, if I've pronounced that rightly uh, as ever a superb um, leader um, in the face of this awful tragedy so there's some things we just should not talk about on on LinkedIn or anywhere on social about, media it's a question of context and time I just think well, while the tragedy is unfolding it's not appropriate to say here's 10 lessons we can learn from the way this is being <laughs> that handled. is LinkedIn porn isn't it that yeah, is exactly. the the, uh, the, there isn't a topic issue or story hasn't happened in the news where we haven't got 10 points on LinkedIn that we can uh, learn from the situation. Don't do it. Don't do it, kids. Um, so, uh, Sim T- Sir Tim Berners-Lee is the, the founder of the internet. The inventor of the internet has been on out on um, out and about uh, this week um, talking variously about um, is- issues with the internet and challenges we, we face. The internet... Um, 30 years old um, this this last week um, his shared a birthday with you yeah, <laughs> yeah it did yeah yeah, a little bit younger um, but it uh, he, he's rallying against creating wall gardens creating closed areas in the internet and the issue with advertising uh, on the internet lots of sensible stuff yeah he was really good also talked about you know just being nice being nice. Well, yeah, because the internet Pleasant. is now pretty much a war zone, isn't it? And when you look at, you know, you go on Twitter, how many times a day do I say, say tweets from people saying how miserable a place it is? Yeah. Um, so something Ten years ago, it used to be so different. It used to be a happy place. Oh, here we go. We no, we did. this from you on a regular no, basis it was, as well. it was. It was such a different place. I still think it's a really useful tool. You know, mm. I love it. I get all my breaking news from there. Yeah. Although I'm slightly addicted to watching parliamentary TV at the moment. So We'll come on to that. We'll come on to that because that, that, that is a bit ridiculous. So uh, there's also a report from the House of Lords uh, Communications uh, 
uh, group at the House of Lords. Really sensible piece. You of blogged work about this, this didn't you? Yeah, have you read it? Oh uh, yeah, I did. Well, I, edited, you I edited it. it. <laughs> I had to get rid of all the spellers, remember? But it, <laughs> spellers and the words I missed. Um, but really sensible suggestions. Um, so the the challenges. Uh, with any type of technology, you cannot create laws to em- that envisage how the technology might be used or, or misused and sort of have them on the shelf waiting for when they are used or abused or misused. They came up with a series of, of 10 broad principles that they should f- they suggested should frame future internet regulation. So uh, principles, not, not rules. Um, very sensible approach and also they suggested there should be and this might be a bit more controversial some grand overseeing um, regulator for everything that happens on the internet so wrapping up uh, things like regulation around Ofcom uh, the marketing um, uh, CMA the marketing association and and such like and advertising standards authority um, yeah, eminent, well, we've got to do something. Sample, so many issues. Sensible. I mean, even just things like cracking down on fake news. It's just you know there has to be something. <laughs> the sad thing about that though is that it didn't really get half the attention it, it should have done, no. and also will be probably kicked in the long grass because, well, because of Brexit. Yeah. I had to use the B word. The B word. So so as I yeah. Hold my our, head in our, the UK UK Parliament is completely clogged up trying to sort out Brexit. There's been nothing discussed apart from that in the last week or so. Uh, and will continue to, to. So that report, eminently sensible report from the Lords, uh, likely never to even be debated, let alone be, be implemented. And that's sad. So um, related to that, uh, these three things tied together. Elizabeth Warren, uh, she's a senator in Massachusetts, I think, in the US. Um, Senator in Washington wrote a really sensible, uh, well thought out piece on Medium uh, setting out her stall if she were to become a presidential candidate and then president, uh, what uh, she, she intends to do with about big tech and the, the size of, of the platforms. So she particularly singles out, um, singles out Amazon, Facebook and Google uh, and says they have become too large of their utilities they need to be broken up she particularly rallies at the fact that where they use their own services for competitive advantage so you know advertising on Facebook Facebook advertising on Facebook Facebook yeah. using its data so so where a platform becomes a utility Amazon Amazon you know, using the platform to identify uh, popular niches and creating products around its own branded products around those niches. She says that's anti-competitive. Now, depending on your political point of view and your economical point of view, you're going to have uh, views on that. Um, but, and your moral compass, maybe. And <laughs> but, it, you know, she started the debate and that's a good thing. It's certainly not going to be popular on the West Coast, uh, Silicon Valley and, and amongst conservatives. Um, but, you know, it's a debate that started. No, it's good. Mm, okay, uh, Facebook went down this week, thank <gasps> God, uh, and uh, Instagram. Uh, actually, thank it was quite God. nice being yeah, off for about eight hours. Mm. They still haven't said why, have they? No, they've not. No, probably overloaded with the amount of venom uh, and caustic conversation around Brexit. Um, um, 
Just one thing, Scott Guthrie, I think, who I caught up with last week, um, said, you know, it's it's a reminder that if you're creating content and posting on Facebook or Instagram, you're completely at the whim of Facebook and Instagram and any other third party service. Yeah. Um, and if that goes down, if they decided to pull it or pull a service, your your content's gone. So build your own services, Scott says. Eminently sensible point. Actually, when a service goes down like Facebook, it's quite a good way in the current environment to cope with news overload, right? I guess that's your point. Yes. Switch off, for God's sake. Well, yeah. Um, and actually, I've been reading a book um, that was recommended to me by Jenny Field as the CIPR's president-elect, and it's called Busy. And um, I can't imagine, I can't remember the name of the um, author right now, but it will come back to me. Uh, and actually... I'll Google that while yeah, you talk. Yeah, you Go do on. that. It's a really good book because... There's a lot of just eminently sensible advice in there about how your brain works, how you're productive at work, uh, and what you need to do in order to be productive. Uh, I think it's someone called Tony Crabb or something. I could be completely making Tony Crabb, yeah, you're right. I've got it right. Woohoo! And um, but it's just really, really smart. I mean, you've been talking about you've got you've been in this new job what for two and a half months. Yeah. And it's been nuts as you've got. I met you. Yeah. yeah just your feet on into the board, table. onboarding into a new senior management role. Is yeah, tough. but you have to build in regular breaks, and there's some very simple advice. And also, Tony talks about. Um, really smart stuff about sometimes you think you're better off doing the job itself like for example I hate PowerPoint and I used to be in the habit of I would force myself to do it because I didn't really want to pay someone who could do it very quickly instead it's a wrong way of looking at it it's a false economy because you think I should do it I'm not going to you know there's not going to be a cost but there is a cost because it's your time and mental health so in terms of both news outages, switch off, take time away, go for a walk, spend time with the people you love, get a dog because they're the best things in the world ever. Um, but also make sure that you, you build in regular breaks uh, at work. I know so many people are coming off social media though who have regular breaks now. No, they're not. Well, they do. They know they don't come it's off bullshit. forever, but they, they do. They do. They oh, they do it to stalk a little bit. They, they come don't. off and they yeah. Well, so, so you know, the, human nature. The, sorry, these people that say, "Oh, I've come off Facebook," and you spot, you know, five minutes later, you spot the glowing. They're sharing a dry you, feeding code. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> or you spot their, um, you spot the, them on chat. You know, it's just nonsense. People aren't coming off. It's just it has, you know, they to take Elizabeth, making a break. So okay, maybe they take off. away to Elizabeth Warren's point. These services have become utilities and monopolies and we can't live without them um but you know attempt to switch off it's not a bad point any other way to cope with news feed you'll say you you know this week this last week or so has been incredibly busy in in parliament with brexit it's coming to a head it's so addictive oh yeah well, what I, did you do on wednesday night well i spent i spent the evening watching parliamentary tv and then clapping my hands at emily maitlis <laughs> Oh, Emily Matis. Well, she was magnificent with her side eye. But well, John Snow did similarly. Uh, she started, was started calling out John Snow on Channel Four. Uh, started calling out um, politicians, and we should have had this a lot longer. Fortunately, you're not getting on the Today program yet, but you know, you can just feel the frustration. They speak for all of us. Yeah, well, they're starting to. I mean, it's taken them long enough. I'm I sorry, I think there's been an abject failure on behalf of I the media with six. regards to Brexit. I really do. They haven't really probed in terms of illegal spending when the referendum took place. You know, we haven't seen half the issues that are going to come out from that yet. It's just not good enough. And they're the ones, you know, who are in the in the driving seat and have the ability to do this. They, they're there to hold our politicians to account and just to leave it to this late stage. I mean, obviously, we're talking generalists here. There are some, there are some people who've been doing that, but not getting enough of a platform in, in my opinion yeah 
Do you um, so so log off? That's all you can do, right? Well, yes, as I've said, take Switch regular off, breaks. Take breaks. Yeah, exactly. Deep do breath. things that you like. <laughs> and actually, no, but genuinely, there's, um, you know, there's been a number of different reports about the fact there's a mental health crisis in, in Britain anyway, and a lot of people are genuinely feeling depressed or down, and it's driven by Brexit and the uncertainty. And if you add to that the pressure of businesses who will be deeply affected, of course, not every industry will be. There are some that are going to be a little bit safer than others. But there are many, many you know, businesses who already started to wind down or have the prospect of that, and it's just... It's, it's outrageous, really. What are you doing this weekend to wind down? What am I doing this weekend? You're going to bingo, are you? I'm going to bongo, bongo bingo, bingo with my friends and Bewitched are playing. And then I'm taking my sister out for a birthday lunch. And then I'm sorting out my son's room because we're making it into that a big That sounds like room. a fine plan. Wow. And yeah, of course, you won't be on Twitter or Facebook at any of the point. I'll be on permanently, especially <laughs> as you're not around to, to either. Can I just move on very quickly to a, a nicer point, which I it's think It's your is, podcast. You do what well, you want. Well, I know, but you're busy scribbling down and basically doing all the talking. So I'm just taking over for a minute. Go on. Um, Really good news in that, uh, at least it is from my perspective, I appreciate it's sensitive and and can be controversial, but um, I think most people are in agreement this is a good thing. Um, Royal Assent has been given for the organ donation advisory group I've been uh, working with, which means that from April next year, uh, there's basically going to be a change so that at the moment um, you have to opt in if you know if you were to die and, and to be in a position where your family could donate your organs that will now swap so everybody will automatically opt opted in and you'll have to opt out if that's not what you want now of course what that comes with is there's still plenty of opportunities for that not to happen so people don't need to panic in terms of the full year before this will come into force and secondly there will always be conversations with your loved ones at that point and, and they will take the final decision but um, so what I'm saying is uh, I think this is a massive step forward hugely important and I say that from someone who donated we know our family donated my sister's uh, what we could from my sister after she was killed in a road accident and um, it, it makes a big difference, but you, you will have, there will be choices, but have the conversation about what you want. I think it's really important to do that. Blimey. Yeah, so heavy duty, but um, a really big positive step forward. Okay. But again, probably get hidden in all the <laughs> Brexit Well, it has been, hasn't it? That it we're going to work hard to make sure that it's not, and that um, obviously the communications are really strong, and every single household will get information about this. Red Nose Day. They've ah, got a bit of flack this year. Influencers being criticised. Well, we've done that, haven't we? I mean, um, absolutely uh, understandable, by the way, that furore around that. It's, um, it was quite... Go on, tell us that story. Well, it was that Stacey Dooley um, posted a picture of her holding a young African child on Insta. It was just really unfortunate. She's done some great work. She went out there with the best of intentions. Um, but um, unfortunately, the, the caption she put up was just a little bit... On Insta. Yeah, it was just a little bit flippant and it was picked up by people who wanted to make the point that actually comic relief, you know, in, in many ways, um, well, the point that they were making is that it does as much damage to Africa's uh, reputation as it, as it does good um, by reinforcing, well, they said old colonial uh, imagery and uh, ideals. Um, it was unfortunate, we've talked about it, but I think the new, the new bit of flack that they're getting is to do uh, with the Red Noses themselves. So David Attenborough has quite rightly, and I hadn't thought about it like this, criticised the Red Noses as one-use pl- plastic, and actually it makes an awful lot of sense. They're popular, but uh, it's just plastic that will go in the bin and, and into waste. Yeah, and of course you buy them every year because they're part of the fundraising mechanic. And my kids love them. You know, like We've yeah, got millions at this house. Well, at least we collect them, uh, and they don't go in the bin. 
Um, but yeah, good, solid point, well made. Yeah, but we'll have to play with them until like oh, we're all eighty. You know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, related point: International Women's Day washing. You put this on the agenda too. That was a week or so ago. Yeah, no, just because it was a really good point. I mean, International Women's Day uh, is a really, is a really, I think it's a really important day in the calendar. But um, I noticed a lot of people wailing about this, uh, and quite rightly. Wailing or wailing? Wailing. Wailing. No, but we need to use it properly. It's not a case of just to do a little bit, aren't we great, and put me with a couple of pictures of, you know, female staff. It should be used in a meaningful way. But in the move to content marketing, when there are so many channels to push out content for a brand organisation or individual to put put out content, inevitably... You know, we've all got a calendar of marketing days. That, that's, that's the point I'm making. Do, right? As you don't say, do don't po- don't post shit on the internet. Don't do it porn. unless it's meaningful. It's a great opportunity. We're back to LinkedIn porn, aren't we? Yeah. Well, yeah, but it's it's a great opportunity. So you've got policy that you can share, or there's like there's a genuinely relevant news story, or you want to talk about how you're developing your staff through mentoring or right. helping women get in the boardroom. If it's meaningful, yeah, go for it. Share it. Why wouldn't you? Um, but Aligned with the say, purpose. Please, Stop, yeah. yeah, please stop with the, uh, here's our wonderful Sharon because she makes great tea. I, I, I don't really care. I don't care if she's dunking her biscuits. Just, you know, please give me content that I want to read and is useful to me in my life. Thank you. Can you go and make me a cup of tea, please? <laughs> no. And a biscuit. Um, right, final thing from me is Com School. We're out on Tuesday evening this week, 6.30 for the second session where... Marcel and I are going to be showing students, actually anyone in the community is about 500 people now, we're going to be showing you how to set up a blog and build the discipline of blogging. Uh, big shout out to Ella Minty actually who ran uh, Power and Influence chat this week and supported us in helping build the profile of the Com School. But the, the it's becoming a thriving community and doing some good work. See members and students start to uh, create content based on the conversations and learnings we've had. Um, so thank you. That that that's Tuesday evening, six thirty GMT. Uh, have you got anything else to add? Final sign off. Come on. Final sign off is if you have. We're going to get this in in twenty minutes. Are cool. we? Because yeah, you're talking quickly. Right, can I get my? Can I finish? Now? Yeah. <laughs> I was going to say, if you haven't already, and it'd be hard not to have seen her, but if you haven't um, heard of her or seen her, please look up Greta Thunberg, who is this fantastic 16-year-old who has now been nominated for a Nobel Peace Prize for her activism around um, climate change, uh, and she's just fantastic. You know, this is the generation uh, who will really make change and will help make society and life better. And I really think we need to start to look more to 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 our teenagers and to the people, you know, the early twenties, the millennials, because actually, they're picking up all our shit, and they're the ones who are going to have to fix it, and we need to support them. So yeah. I was really pleased to see that she got nominated for that. What a enlightening but slightly depressing note. But it's to true, end though. On. I'm sorry, I think the gener- well, your generation, the generation above, not our generation, because I'm a lot younger than you. But actually, we've inherited quite a bit of crap. Um, from the baby boomers and um, now we're creating our own and it's not good enough so anyway thank goodness for people like Greta with that we're going to leave you there thanks for listening we'll be back again in a month Uh, you can find this podcast wherever you download your your podcast if that's on iTunes we'd really appreciate you reviewing it because that's the best way for us to build profile for it Uh, you can connect with us on Twitter and ask us anything basically and what's your at Holmeister. Thanks for listening. See you next time.
Thank you for listening to the Future Proof Podcast with Sarah Hall and Stephen Waddington. You can follow Sarah on Twitter at Hallmeister, that's H-A-L-L-M-E-I-S-T-E-R and Stephen at Wads, W-A-D-D-S. For more information about Future Proof, visit futureproofingcoms.co.uk. Until next time, see you on the internet.